it was actually surprising to me. It didn't sound like what I thought it would sound like. He just he just comes off as very pretentious to me. He oh he's something wrong with something him. Wrong something with wrong with him. him. Something wrong with him. Something wrong with him. Yo, 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 what is up, people? It is your host, BC, aka Bradley, aka the amateur time traveler, also known as OG Ben Kenobi. When you see me in the streets, act like you don't know me. Because I'm the introverted extrovert. Respect the science, B. That was hard. Uh, <laughs> I'm just B. Jones. Um, I'm a antisocial extrovert. So I like to fuck around, just not with you niggas. <laughs> That's real. That's real. And this is for the free podcast. Thanks again. Week two. Thanks for joining us, man. I hope you guys enjoy. Another day, another dollar. Fuck with your boy. Hey, 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 hey. I just do it for the free, my nigga. Don't trip. Matter of fact, I want to see. I really don't even want to go forward without seeing this Tyrese video. Yeah, yeah. Let's watch it. Let's watch it. So I, we can know. <laughs> we can know what to get. We get that. This nigga be tripping. What's up, y'all? It's your man Tyrese. Uh, I just wanted to formally apologize to all of my fans. My wife, my friends, my loved ones, and everyone that's gotten a million phone calls after what I now know was some psychiatric meds called Rick Salty. So have I been stressed about losing my daughter? Yes. But after seeing several psychiatrists and therapists trying to help me out, one of the psychiatrists suggested some medicine, and it really fucked me up in a real way. And um, I just wanted to apologize to all my fans and loved ones around the world. My business called. Okay, that's enough of that bullshit. <laughs> I don't believe this nigga. Do you believe him? He's an actor, bro. Exactly. He's an so actor. So I want to. So two things for me. He's an actor for the one. Mm-hmm. And for the two, why was you missing them visits in out in Dubai? Allegedly, exactly. I don't know if it's true or not. I'm the meds make alleged. you do that, B. The meds make you go to Dubai? I guess so. And not see your daughter after you got these Shayla Rock shirts and you patting your chest? And I, I, I want to, bro. Like, I really want to. I, prior to this, the entertainer, Tyrese, I really enjoyed him. He gave me too much. And I'm over it, and I'm sick of it, and I wish he'd just go away. He gave you too much? Just go away. Yeah, that nigga's really fooling. Like... I can kind of feel him, feel for him a little bit, like some of the stuff that he was saying. But like once you hear that he like missed like three visits in a row and it's shit gone. like that, it's kind of hard to have sympathy for a nigga. You can't tell me that the the meds did that shit to you, and you can't tell me you ain't got nobody around you like that's a in your support system that'll like you know help keep you on track. And then if you don't, that's your fault for not having the people around because that means you either ain't know your shit or you probably alienated but them people. That goes back to my theory on how narcissistic and self centered. He is, bro. And, you know, I never want to discount the whole mental health aspect of it. If indeed he was on a medication and it caused this episode because it's real. Synthetic meds are not a joke. Yeah. Like they can have you fucked up. I just wish that he wasn't the spokes guy right now. Like, (laughs) because it's a two pronged thing. Like, yeah, that's some real shit. But Jody, 
but, but Jody. Jody, my Jody. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, ah. So I don't want to. I don't want to eat on him too hard right now because mental health, especially in our community, yeah, in the black community, that shit is real. You know, it's a, it's a stigma around that shit. Like, yeah. And because of that, I say go get help, B. Like, even outside of whatever the meds you was taking in that situation, B. Like you said, you got some narcissistic shit going on, B. You need to do some self-reflection. Like, even just the beefing with the rock. Like, what is he blaming that on the meds, too? Like, beefing with the rock? I think all of that. I think he's trying to put all of that under that blanket. And that's what's kind of pissing me off. Because. Yeah. Why wasn't this. I won't even say that. I was going to say, why wasn't this found, you know, kind of uncovered a little sooner i get it maybe you know he didn't have another appointment with a psychiatrist but wife like hey wife i don't know her name but wife where were you girl why weren't you making these appointments and setting up something intervention style like this man has damaged his career and this apology for me probably would have curled over a little bit better had he written it the fact that he is trying to drive in his car that sounds like a v12 giving this apology <laughs> it, yeah, it still feels the, yeah you know what i mean it feels yeah, the like same sitting in the fur coat with a coca-cola and a cigar yeah it's i would rather you had like written flexing. it out and it not even like on those, not even on some instagram like an official press release like my publicist like y'all sit down and y'all yeah. write something and yeah, you put exactly. it in a publication that's a good point that you made like not on instagram because you're still doing the same thing using the same platform in the same manner. and i hear this v12 yeah. i'm bothered like all of this is too flexy the v12 is bothering me that is in this capacity like normally i'm championing a nigga in this v12 but right now like you're driving yeah. you're not paying attention you're in this v12 you're talking about these drugs like it's the optics are awful. And just all, <laughs> awful. And at the end of the day, all of this shit, even the shit when he, the shit when he was allegedly on drugs, and then right now, why he's I guess sober and clear minded and shit, like all of this shit, be you need to stop all of this shit, be because at the end of the day, because like. I think I discussed like last week how a lot of people on my timeline like supporting him. You had like half of the timeline who's like, you know, making fun of him just like the rest of the world. And then half of my timeline was like, you don't know what it's like to be a father, this, that, and the other, and have to struggle. My thing is, you are a famous man making all of this money. Your child is going to suffer the most. Her kids, I mean, her friends, her peers, you know, at, at school, they're going to be able to see this video. They're going to be able to see your dad yep. acting a goddamn ass. And Acting crazy and then going out saying that he's crazy. And you know, kids don't show no mercy. This is a little girl. This ain't like, she's not like, you know, on the verge of graduating high school or nothing. This is a little girl. Mm -hmm. So, like, kids are like relentless. And then the social media is relentless. So, if she's on any, you know, social media network or whatever, if somebody realizes who she is, that she's. They're going to badger her just for follows. They don't care about Shayla. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, I can get a name off of Shayla. I can go viral yeah. because this is... They ain't oh. going to be talking about no Shayla Rocks. They say it seemed like Shayla's dad is smoking rocks. I'm going to tell you something about me, Joe Rogan, that you might not know. I smoke rocks. God damn. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and so, <laughs> I should laugh at that. Facts, though. Yeah, it's Facts. like, you got to... I can't feel sorry for you when you put... Because when you put yourself on Fresh Street like that, you put your daughter on Fresh Street like that. And, and it's you, selfish and it's narcissistic. And like I said... Tyrese is the center of his universe in a negative way. 
to a fault. Like and he, he had no consideration. Like even in that he could have he could have just as easily dropped the video, just been like, you know, I'm going through all of this stuff. I just really miss my daughter. I just I want everybody to you know keep your thoughts and prayers with me through this trying time. Um, you know, I apologize to anybody who I may have alienated in the meantime. I'm just going through this. Blah blah blah. That's totally respectful and yep. understanding. But all the crying and twerking and all this type of shit is like. It's not cool. And it's kind of hard to have sympathy for a nigga that got like a bowling alley and a restaurant in his house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three restaurants in the backyard. And you talking about you broke, B. Fuck out of here. I, you know, so, you know. Rich nigga broke, I guess. Rich nigga, you know, in its levels, like, I get it. Um, Even if, like, my perspective is this, right? So, say I was making 500000 a year. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to live a certain lifestyle. The average person would live a certain lifestyle. I yeah. would, I would live like I was making fifty thousand. That's how I that that's how I roll. But shit, if I'm making fifty thousand and I'm living a lifestyle of a fifty thousand dollar a year nigga, then all of a sudden my income is cut to two hundred and fifty thousand. I'm gonna feel it. Now, granted, two hundred fifty thousand dollars is still a lot. But if you have accustomed yourself to a certain lifestyle, you are gonna feel it. So I get, I get it. I get where somebody with a lot of money can still feel broke. Yeah, you know, just like me and my regular nigga day to day, you know what I'm saying. If I miss a check or miss a, you know what I'm saying. I'm out of sick time, like I might feel that one day worth the pay. Yeah. So I get it, but it's just I don't know. Like I said, it's the optics. It's the way he went about it. That apology is fugazi. Yeah. And I want to believe him. He looked sincere, <laughs> even if he wasn't acting. Why are you talking about meds and driving? In this V12. Like, it's just, it's, it's very disingenuous. It's very tone deaf. If he has a, a publicist, they should be fired Yeah, they need to be fired for real. Whoever is advising this nigga. They're done. Like, they don't give a fuck about him. Because they they probably making sure their check's clear. Is you know, so, <sighs> sympathy for him in that regard. And then it just brings up the question, like, you know, kind of going back. Why why is it, especially, I can only speak, I'm, I'm a black woman. Yeah. In the black community. Why does it seem like mental health is so taboo? I don't know. It's always it's always been like that ever since I can remember. And I'm pretty sure before I could remember. I feel like now it's not as taboo because you have shows like, uh, you know, those celebrity shows. The celebrities are going to therapists. And then, like, you got Love & Hip Hop. Every character on Love & Hip Hop is going, th- going to a therapist. I was just watching... um. Jesus and Meryl on Viceland. Right. And uh, they were interviewing uh, Amanda Seals. I can't remember the conversation, but she was asking uh, Meryl, she was like, you know, you go to a therapist? And she was like, yeah, I go, to, I, I see a therapist. And, you know, I think she was trying to, t- you know, get him to stop smoking cigarettes or something like that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, and he just, it was just instant. It wasn't like, oh, I don't want to, you know, that's some inside information. Don't want somebody yeah. to know. It's Whereas like, 10 years ago, like, it would have been opposite. Yeah. So I, I feel like it's getting better, but there definitely is still that stigma there. It's not completely gone, though, no, because it's still kind of like that feeling. Like, if you say that you... If you if you say that you're going to a therapist, either you're crazy or you got like fucking molested or something like or beat up as a child. And yeah. it's like it's not always that like you just live in this fucking earth. Sometimes you need to time to sort shit out. And you need time to vent. And and man, everybody's shit. Like the thing I'm noticing most, like the th- the theme of adulthood, <laughs> as I ju- I just celebrated my thirty third, is standardization. Right. Everything has to look, feel, walk, talk, move 
kind of the same way. Almost, yeah. It's almost a hurting process. And if you deviate away from that in any way, something's wrong with you. Right? And you're just speaking like socially, like just in every aspect, yeah. like you're expected to, even if you're expected to go to school. Yeah. Straight up, you know, once from from K through 12, then you're expected to then further your education somehow. Right. And then you're expected to get a job and then you're expected to go in, clock in, pay bills, pay taxes, do this, do that. And, and some of those things are necessary evils. I get it. But a lot of those institutions don't account for individuality. Yeah, I feel you. I remember when it was probably about seven or yeah, about seven years. It was like around 2010 ish. And, you know, I had some songs that I had produced and engineered that were on the radio. And the group that I was producing and engineering for, they were on the road. And I was going on the road with them. And I was getting kicked back. They would pretty much treat me like a road manager or whatever. And um, I was getting kicked back and shit like that. And we was eating and making good money. And it was paying my bills and all this type of shit. But even when I would talk to people, like, I would discuss, like, what I was doing as a engineer and a producer and whatnot. People will talk about other things as like real jobs. They will literally use that term, like, "Oh, well, you know." Not even you know, no we, one. You know, I got you know niggas out here with real jobs. It's like, how does it? Like, I'm making enough money to support myself, and and don't get me wrong, like those people that follow that format and are successful. Yeah. My hats off to you, sir or madam, or other, wherever category you fall in. Like, hats off. But for some people. And even those people that probably make it through that, it's it's difficult when you really want to do something else, right? Or the way you're wired internally isn't for that, right? And yeah. hence, I'm saying all that to say, sometimes you need somebody to vent to. That can that alone, just that expectation before you come out of the womb alone is yeah. enough to make you like, hey, I need yeah. somebody to fucking nah, talk to. I feel you, yeah, because... What you say like about standardization? Like you feel are you you have one, I guess, you know, air quotes, deviant thought. Right. Then you feel like alienated and it's kinda of hard to go and talk to people about that. When in real in reality, majority of people probably had these thoughts, but Absolutely. they suppress them because they feel bad and because of the once again air quote establishment and, you know, society and these cliques and whatever in your life are telling you that that's not normal, that's not cool, that's not Oh, that's you know, not real. Yeah, or right, whatever. Whatever the situation is. Yeah, so I totally feel you. I 100% feel you on this shit. This shit, it does get irritating. And I can see how, like, this stigma that's put on to, you know, mental health further exacerbates the situation. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of shit in our country, like, could could be avoided if people were, weren't were afraid to talk to somebody, you know? I weren't agree. Afraid, or weren't afraid to, to just voice their opinion without being called stupid, crazy, whatever the label is. You and know? that's why social media is so tough. And I hate to blame the world's ills on social media because social media can also be a great, like any tool, it can be great. Oh, yeah, it, I don't blame it. I love social yeah, media. I don't blame it. Oh. It has this, it has this, and I guess for me, the reason I just don't engage is because um, I like to clap back yeah. <laughs> at niggas. And, nah, yeah, and, and those people, people are, those people exist. And so I can't just sit there and, and just get on there and scream at social media. I look crazy. So I just remove myself. But I understand the good that it does. But it's also like going back, like you said, to Shayla. You know what I mean? To Tyrese's daughter, like the things she might have to sustain off of something that could be so positive. And 
it's just it's it's all around unfortunate that those people exist but then you wonder those people exist for what reason like i'm all like i say that's my empathy that's my wanting to understand people like I can't get on there and understand that loud minority of people that's going off and just ha- just being contrarian for no reason. Yeah. But in a vacuum, I sit back and I look at the entity of social media and I'm like, what is, what's going on that this person just wants to get under everybody? Like the troll era. Like, what is it? What's yeah, happening? trolls is live and yeah. thriving. Like, you can't just be motivated to be viral. Like, some people are just... Why are you this mean? <laughs> that's a very like rewind. That's a very good t- niggas are motivated motivated to be viral. Viral is the motivate. That's crazy though. Yeah, and I'm, but I'm hoping that's not the only like it that, is. Though. That's crazy. Just like all these people just seeking. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't even say girls. It's it's guys. It's just people. Period. Just I just think it has to be deeper. Attention. Bro. I think yeah. I think it has to be deeper. I think it's layers to it. Like I think for some people it's not that deep. And for some people, it's like they're trolls, but they're probably the sweetest people in real life. Or yeah, like they're probably amazing. That's that's, that's their that, the, that's their relief. Yeah. That's their catharsis. Yeah, exactly. Being a troll, you know what I mean. But then there's some people like that's real. Like, what's your damage, sis? Like, you want to slide in my DMs if I had some, and like go yeah. get a coffee and talk? Because I I just I don't understand it, bro. And then especially I just feel this shift just in consciousness now, yeah. where you don't even have to do that. You could really be positive and go viral. Like, I like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? When I do hop on my Twitter and I see, like, op- the whole open for a surprise and it's a fucking cute-ass puppy. Like, <laughs> that shit is so Looking dope to me, bro. Yeah. Like, let's do that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm just, like, very... Uh-huh. Maybe I'm too hopey changey, bro. I don't know, man. I just I just want us to all do better, man, so we don't have Tyrese's of the world. Yeah, when I look at the internet, though, I'm just at the point where that's what I expect, though. And that's what I expect from people. So it doesn't really bother me when I see, like, trolls. Actually, trolls, like, entertain me, you know? And I, I'm... But that's just me. I can see how it easily, like... what well, not can see. I do see how it bothers the fuck out of some people. And, like... It's so crazy to me, like, when you're, like, I'm pretty sure you've seen, like, a post on social media, right? Somebody will post something, and then somebody will reply. Like, maybe somebody uh post something that's, like, I don't know, fat shaming or something like that. And then somebody will respond to it and be, like, you know, this is a horrible post. You shouldn't do this. We need to promote body positive body images. And then somebody will come behind them, and, like, they're trolling them. Like, textbook <laughs> trolling. Like, it's obvious. They're, like, you know, they're being sarcastic. Right. They're just, like, you know, they're trying to call you out on your snowflake mentality or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that person does not sense the sarcasm or anything whatsoever. That shit is hilarious. I actually had somebody... <laughs> I remember when Empire first came out, uh, and people were, like, talking so much shit, like, after the first episode, like, how it was a horrible show and how it was, like, a horrible image for the black community and why the black... You know, why the black black uh families portrayed on tv have to have so much drama and so much crime in the family this that and the other and i wrote like this uh this long instagram post like from the perspective of like a weak-minded individual i yeah. guess and i was like i was like uh i don't understand why people are so upset this show shows a shows a beautiful you know a beautiful family and it encourages me to continue with my drug dealing business because i can see that <laughs> you know it's going to be profitable in the end and i love what lucia's line is doing at, by portraying a strong black man i think i'm going to go give my son a cunt and <laughs> yeah i put this i literally put that shit right <laughs> And this one nigga who I went, who I used to go to U of H, this nigga went in on me. Like, this is so stupid. And this show, this, that, and the other. And I was like, respond. I was like, bro, 
I was joking. And then, you know, more words than that. But pretty much I was like, bro, it was just a joke, bro. I was being sarcastic. And this uh and he responded and he was like, Oh, I read it I read it twice after you said I read it a second time after you said that. And I can see that. But maybe next time you might want to put an LOL at the end. I'm like, if you don't get your lazy reading ass <laughs> nigga, like bro, niggas want you to fucking think for them, B. Like everything I, I, for I, them. I so if I didn't because I didn't put an LOL on there, you didn't you could your brain couldn't grasp the fact you your brain couldn't That's couldn't interesting process though. that I wasn't that you really thought I was gonna get my son to conk me like you thought I was the gonna give him the fact that you said conk I already knew I'm like this exactly guy, this, this is like, funny I didn't, I didn't say perm I didn't say curl I didn't you say relaxer conk. I said a conk I, I brought it back to and most of the people who listen don't even probably don't even know that what made a conk me think is. of that Spike Lee if you, movie if you go back yeah go watch <laughs> Spike Lee's interpretation of Malcolm X's life that's what it was and when he you know back in the day perms pretty much they called them conks when guys were like slim when black men would slick their hair back and had the pompadours and all that type of shit the process the 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 chemical shit that they use was called kunk that's what they called it at least yeah yeah and so yeah so this nigga really think, you think i'm about to get my son a relaxer you know what i'm saying you really think that you really think i look up to lucius lion as a great father figure you really think that for one that i have this drug dealing empire that i want to further because i want to watch this show the shows encourage me to do this shit niggas just can't think for themselves it's so crazy but being being an advocate of the devil at this moment as you would say um it goes into that standardization thing and i that's that's the disservice like i say it has a pro it it, it can kind of put people on a certain path and kind of keep people within the lines and the letters of certain laws and all of that stuff but at the same time i think it robs people of certain abilities certain abilities something something as simple as being able to see the nuance in your post because you didn't put a lol right that's standard like that's a form of standardization like the lol somehow softens it or makes all those other characters that you typed somehow like, oh, it's an LOL, so it has to be a joke. When there's people that will clearly put an LOL yeah. at the end of some real shit, but they LOL at the end of, the, of it. Yeah, just uh, be like, oh, it. I put LOL so you can't get bad at me. Yeah. I said all black people or they don't are have that com- Or they don't have that confidence in what <laughs> they're saying, so it's like, eh, yeah. LOL, whatever. So it goes back to that. Like That's why, you know, on the on that Contrary side to this whole standardization thing, I think it can be detrimental. You know, it creates it creates a tone deaf atmosphere where you got just people saying stuff that they shouldn't be saying, but they they don't realize the impact outside of themselves. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, man, I I don't know, I don't know how I got off on that tangent there, but no, I feel you though. That shit is real. The internet can be like very irritating, especially when it comes to like just people expressing their opinions which feeds into the whole mental health thing it like you have this cycle where you're starting to feel like crazy because what yep. you're seeing as the norm or the standard isn't isn't you what isn't you but then you're you can't you you don't feel safe enough to express that to express that you even feel that way about your own opinion because trolls and whatnot, because troll society trolls. troll culture or whatever you want yeah. to call it and what is it gonna really like and, and then too it's like I yeah. know there's people out there that think like me, but then if they're out there and they're thinking like me, they're not gonna come in and yeah. comment. Yeah, I totally feel you. I mean, me personally, I'm of them. I, I be, I'm just real like fucking blunt with it. And it, like, it doesn't bother me that much. I just see it for what it is, but I can totally see how that can like, yeah, keep somebody from being there. You know, you, you weigh them. it, you weigh it well on your Libra scale. And I weigh it well on my Libra scale. I suck a pussy, fuck a pussy, leave it there. I won't get on even yeah. there. Yeah, I guess so. I'm a Scorpio, nigga. Yeah. Jugular. Like, <laughs> it's very little 
with that type of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I kind of just fall back. And like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm Twitter is cool for me. It just kind of keeps me informed. And you can kind of control some of your content. I follow a lot of the gays. So it'd be a lot of gay porn on my timeline. <laughs> It's fine though, you know what I mean. Like it's okay. I don't follow people no matter <laughs> what it is. If people yeah. post porn on my timeline, I don't follow them. Yeah, I can't. You know, when you follow the gays, because they give a lot of good content, bro. Like nah, it don't got nothing to do with it. I follow yeah. plenty of straight people. It be well, nothing but my, yeah. See, I guess I it be nothing but fucking all on my timeline. Tumblr's worth Tumblr. Like yeah. on Tumblr, I don't even unfollow them no more because it's just gonna happen. On That's Tumblr. interesting. I didn't even think about. It. I don't even have a Tumblr. I didn't think about that. I just, I guess, I thought about it in, in, in this LGBT world. That's what I. No, follow. it's not. It's not a gay thing at all. Yeah. It's like it be. Not, I'm it's pretty sure if I, if I handed you my my phone right now with my Twitter account, you probably gonna come at come across at least like three or four like one minute clips of just straight up porn that's what it is and then like exactly. and then the majority of it just be like naked bitches or just asses all day yeah all just like you know it'll be a girl like picture of like six girls with like different shaped asses and like which one do you prefer are you an A, B, C, D or E or whatever yeah it's a lot of boy it's a lot of boy pussy on mine a lot of boy pussy a lot of boy that boy pussy roll that, roll that boy pussy roll that. <laughs> and I just be like oh alright well cool you know what i mean like you know but twitter's cool that way i mean as far not with the porn part but that i can control my content and it just keeps you know what i'm saying when it's certain hashtags and certain things that are really going on is really some real shit I, oh, yeah, I, I mean, i'm with it there's been a couple of times where i've gotten news through twitter before Absolutely. anything else like not facebook not anything not any of my news apps or any of that shit yep. like, and then as soon as i see it on twitter then the CNN news or whatever other yeah, news and then it'll they catch pop on. Up. But then, like, some people be like periscoping live and shit, or be on IG live or Facebook live. Mm -hmm. And, like, you getting the real, real, the news telling you one thing. I'm seeing the cops throwing tear gases at reporters on yeah. another, you know what I'm saying, live with my own eyes. So I don't that's need why, you to tell me that shit. That's why I do at least keep keep the Twitter around. But I love my Twitter, and they about to expand it to two, 280 characters. They can keep that extra bro. When I start scrolling and I see them along, and and as we, it's, it's very hypocritical. I'm gonna call it out because as we saying, niggas don't read. But when it comes to Twitter, bro, I don't want to read that. You can't really that. give a nigga. You can't give a nigga credit for 280 characters. So. But it's overwhelming when the format was supposed yeah. to be that shorthand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when I'm coming in here for some shorthand shit, and I okay, I have a smaller screen. I don't have one of these big body phones. I got the iPhone SE, so. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you're not getting a whole bunch. You don't have a lot of screen, like it's a lot of real estate. legit taking up all the real estate on my screen, yeah. and I just I scroll, and then I'm missing the next 15 tweets because yeah. I'm just trying to hurry up and get away from this long-ass tweet. And most of the time, when I do stop to read it, it'd be like a whole 16, like if somebody rapping a Lil' Kim song. Uh -huh. Anyway, so it's not even, like niggas not even really using it. Yeah, I feel you, but majority of people that I follow because I genuinely like their tweets, because there's some people I follow for just like networking purposes and whatnot. Or yeah. like, you know, I'm really cool with them. We work together with music or something like that but the people who i genuinely like their tweets they don't they don't even use the the old character limit anyway yeah and plus i love that that twitter has lists so like i have people that i follow for social networking reasons and then i have people who i like really want to see what they have to say and that's that's maybe like a hundred people like a list of a hundred people who i like i'm genuinely interested in what they post on their timeline. i haven't even gotten into that function yeah, so i need I, to look into yeah, that. yeah so i just create my list so i now have multiple lists but that i have one list called timeline worthy so it's like all my <laughs> friends and like okay. people who i who i genuinely who i like genuinely i am interested in so i can just see just nothing but 
their tweets and you can filter it down so there's like no retweets so you're a legit twitter only nigga. their tweets yeah show me the way yeah and then i have like <laughs> i got my celebrity list i have my sports list i have see mine is just yeah. a just a hodgepodge of just people so yeah. it might be a, a kaepernick tw- tweet then right after that is boy pussy then right nah, after yeah, that is like weed, right now i'm following like, like four thousand people so oh yeah no 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 i'm in yeah. the hundreds and and, yeah, my, and my ratios are crazy like i'm following way more people than are following me which is fine yeah i mean i got six thousand two hundred followers and i'm following four thousand two hundred people no 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 <laughs> okay everybody follow no. ib jonesy on twitter if you want to i don't tweet much but you know yeah, but just look up. Uh, I'll just voyeur. search the hashtag for the free, and yeah. then you'll find us. Yeah, I'm more of a voyeur. I just like to read shit and like shit, and you know, um, encourage people. You can tell people are sad. You know, I'm that guy that I'm like, I take it literally. Like, I hope people aren't tweeting sad shit just to tweet it because I'm <laughs> that person that's gonna be like sliding your dims. Like, you don't know me, but it's gonna get better. I promise. Like, life is great. Those are, <laughs> you know no, those are the ones that really be. Those be and, the ones that pop, and the ones that every day be like rising grind or today you today remember that you are special and shit like that. Yeah, People love them. but, but I don't, I don't tweet it out. I, like I say, I'll just I'm lurking, I'm lurking, I'm lurking, and then I come across a sad tweet, <laughs> and you can kind of feel the tone of somebody if like they because it's kind of cool to be that guy now right yeah. to be emo and kind of suicidal you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. like xxx yeah, made that Uzi verse. all my friends are dead yeah like no. make that shit cool but you can tell when somebody is usually upbeat and they tweet a lot and then they having the day i'm gonna slide in your dms and say mm-hmm. hey boo you don't even know me i don't yeah. tweet a lot i promise shit gonna be fire in a minute like yeah. hold on no, like i'm that person that's a good how do you feel about like this this like kind of Subgenre of hip hop that's really like taking away like this this punk this punk mumble rap you know where like not just it's not just mumble rap but it's like yeah depressed like mumble rap and I mean, it might not even necessarily be mumble rap but just this really depressed ass music all my friends are dead like this you know Lozy Vert XXX Tentacion and and even like even like you know Black and Bryson Taylor to an extent they got a lot of depression and shit that they discuss in their music and I okay. I appreciate it because now we get into some shit. Like, because there's people that identify with that. Yeah, like we were talking about earlier. So, like, artists like that probably are helping, like, ease that. Like, oh, my God, that, I'm not crazy. I'm not alone. The stigma yeah. of, of mental health issues or just feeling alone or feeling, you know, like you might want to take your own life. But it gets murky because. It's used as a sales tactic. All my friends are dead. And not only that, the person listening might think all right if they're talking about it they might want to up the ante if they're talking about it and they're famous what can i then do in this same lane right and then it, it can get dangerous yeah uh, so you really start like cutting yourself or like when little uzi vert was stapling his head or whatever with yeah. the nail gun like you might start doing outrageous shit to try to for that like you said viral moment push me to the edge so I, I like as a music lover, I can appreciate. Like I actually listened to XXX Tentacion's album and I liked it. I listened to it. I didn't like it. It was actually surprising to me. It didn't sound like what I thought it would sound like. He just he just comes off as very pretentious to me. He oh he's something wrong with him. Yeah, I mean like I like don't get me wrong. I, I can't feel look him at on, him too long. I feel him like, on some of the shit that he say and all that, but like I don't know. I feel like he don't move right. I feel like he don't good. He's not a good example. Like young niggas or like young rap niggas, you know what I'm saying? Like the way he moves is just like so crazy. Like 
kind of like going back to like the Meek Mill situation. It's like when you know mm. that you're facing these charges or you know you're facing this case, like, yeah, it may be unfair, it may be wrong, but you but you know the situation that you're in. You let's know get what I'm let's get into this a little bit because did we did we I don't know if we touched on it last week. We didn't really have a lot a lot of enough information. I don't think to really because it was fresh. They're saying what two to four years right now. Yeah, it's looking like closer to two, but even still, um, oh well, yeah, of course on the low end. Long as he ain't wild and acting a fool. Yeah, it's it's it just as the just as more information is starting to come out about that case. I hate to be conspiracy theorist sounding, but it's just getting more fishy. Um, and I know, you know, I was speaking on the system going system and all of those things, but I had to really sit back and like reflect on this whole shit. And at one point, like, do you just tolerate a certain level of the system as being what it is? And, you know, you give a little bit, they're just going to keep taking on, keep taking and keep taking until you finally put up some resistance. So is this that point of resistance now? Like, all right, like, we know y'all be fucking up niggas. All right, we know y'all be watching niggas. All right, we know. But damn, like, this is excess. Like, at what point do you throw that flag? If this is that point where, like, as a society, we choose to get behind this issue, I think that's kind of some fuck shit. That this is the moment. Okay, because. Niggas been getting violated for the longest over bullshit for the longest. But it take Meek Mill who been like, obviously, like, like I was saying, be he like the situation may be you may think the situation may be unfair. It may very well 100 percent be unfair. Right. But you know what the situation is. Be. You can't tell me that that unfair situation made you turn in dirty piss. Be. Like, yeah. You can't blame the, and then even if you want to say the ride, the riding the, you know, popping willies and shit like that, the shit's it's still illegal. It's not like it's not illegal. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like getting mad for getting a jaywalking ticket. Jaywalking is illegal, b. Like it's illegal. So okay, to go a little bit deeper, and this is why I say more information, be only because, and this could be biased. Like I have no way of really, or maybe there is a way, and I'm just unaware of how to like really follow this trail. But, you know, I watch I watch a show on Complex. I don't want to plug them too hard. But it's the show on Complex with this nigga named Joe Budden and this other this other chipmunk-looking nigga. And they had Young Berg and A1 on there today. You know what I'm saying? And they were kind of giving more insight information. Now, granted, I did say the name Hitmaker and A1, but they could be reliable sources. Pretty much saying that. As far as the willy popping, mm-hmm. Meek was actually shooting a music video. Yeah. He had got permission from NYC to shoot the music video. They knew what would be a part of the video. There was actually, yeah. you know, 10 or 15 officers there to monitor the scene because he had got the, you know, permission. He didn't actually get arrested until the next day when he yeah. was at that event speaking to the kids. But all of that is still a moot point because that How charge so? got dropped. So they didn't even that didn't violate them. So this was a separate incident that violated them. Yeah, it was a separate incident. Like that was one of that's that have it might have like influenced maybe the opinion of the judge, maybe just the fact that like oh you got arrested for this shit, whether it was wrong or right, you got you had another arrest, but that got dropped from his record, you know. So officially, it doesn't even really count towards what's happening to him right now. He's getting in trouble for like you know having and I only. I, I, I want to say that it wasn't a failed drug test. It was like they 
they found a like a it was like a fake sample. He tried to sneak in some some pee. You know what I'm saying? Type I, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like I said, it's like if if this is the if this is the one that y'all want to champion, it's like ugh, I don't know about that because there's plenty of niggas who would you know there's plenty of niggas who done got violated just because they was at the barbershop. Oh, if you was around felons, you're yeah. violated. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I but get it. I I guess in my mind, tell my niggas that watch the smack battles, shit like that, shit like that, smack. shit like that. <laughs> but I guess that's where it's like an inception of privilege, then, because it's like, okay, it's this system that has the privilege to keep doing these these things to people who don't otherwise deserve it. But the next layer of privilege yeah. now is like, like you're saying, well, why would it be me? Well, the privilege of being famous. There's there's a level of privilege being yeah. famous. Think about the that fact he doesn't that he, even realize, realize he's enveloped. Think in. about the fact that he got a charge and he didn't go to prison for it. He got he caught a gun charge, didn't go to prison for it. He got probation. And so what's that? A suspended sentence. He got yeah. probation off top. Well, most niggas would have just got thrown in jail. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could have been uh, could have been a 14 year old nigga, and he would have got thrown into prison with grown men type shit. You know what I'm saying? But me, he's Meek Mill. He yeah. he got probation and he kept violating. He kept violating. No matter what it was, it wasn't everything that he did. Every time that he got that he violated, it was something that the judge didn't want him to do. You may say that the judge was overstepping their bounds or whatever, but if the judge tell me don't walk on grass, nigga, I'm not gonna fucking walk on grass. Be <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm gonna go or I'm gonna go about the proper routes to let people know that this is unfair. But you can't wait till till now. To do that shit. I mean, you can. Because he is going to do that. Because actually, over the weekend, I was talking, I was speaking to a friend who's a lawyer, and he's of the opinion that this judge is going to get reprimanded and going to get in trouble. Specifically because of making requests like the songs and shit like that. Like, that extra shit, that shit, that... But that's why I say that privilege starts to butt up against the whole notion of abuse abuse yeah. of power yeah right so well, i get yeah. what you're saying with the whole meek part like well why meek why this well it's actually the perfect storm like meek might not be the ideal case and situation but at least find solace yeah. in knowing that we getting some light shined on the fuckery yeah. there's at least the appearance of impropriety that's yeah you know what i mean like that's the silver lining so now we can start a conversation about see this is where it starts abuse of power Right, like, yeah, Meek wasn't no angel, but you be on papers for ten years. Who is gonna? Who's gonna be? Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Who's I gonna totally be? That's a long time, nigga. And we were just talking about being human, and you you wired a certain way, and then throw fame. I can't ima- I couldn't imagine fame, bro. Yeah, I couldn't yeah, imagine. No, I couldn't I totally fathom it. I totally feel you. I I totally feel you. I just feel like being being black in the system ain't nothing new. So like. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, not saying that, not saying that. But being, it. but being black in the system and famous has to be another beast but that yeah, has to sprinkle a little that, something but else. But I'm saying on that. even, even that's not new. So I, it, so it's like I, I totally feel you, but it's just like, as at some point you, he, I, I just can't. The only reason I really feel like this in the Meek situation is because I ain't never heard Meek say like, yeah, I did this, but that. It's always like no. You know, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. So this leads me to believe if he ever finds himself in this situation again, he's going to find himself in this situation again. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. like, he, there's no remorse. Like, he was doing shit that he wasn't supposed to do. Like, there's no excuse for, like, you know, 
failing a piss test or turning in a, a a fucking a false you know a fake piss test or shit like that you know leaving the state without calling your PO and shit like that there's no excuse for that shit bro that's every that's I average agree. everyday niggas who do that shit on a reg and you know what I'm saying they do the you know what I'm saying they work hard and they 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 you know what I'm saying worried and anxious out the ass but they make sure that they do what they got to do they make sure that they don't violate bro and you're not even giving it that basic respect bro you're not giving it cuz other niggas who had to who is niggas who had to go to prison for years and years and years and get out and still do this shit that you do you know what I'm saying so it's like come on but you didn't even have to go to prison be like chill the fuck out like look at like T.I. wouldn't, you want no rumors of T.I. jumping people and shit like that. I mean, he had his little scuffle with Floyd Mayweather, but that was right. over his girl and shit like that. Like, but over his wife. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But well, we talking about, we talking about, see, that's another thing too I think about when I start to hear that. Cause I, I, I heard those comparisons. Like, Tip tip was good. You know what I'm saying? Or like, like look at Gucci. Gucci and... is the ideal prototype. Like, but you're talking about men of a certain age, bro. And that's a, that's a whole nother topic though. Like, Meek is what is he late twenties, early thirties, maybe? Yeah, I think he's like late twenties. Okay. So when you make that Gucci man or that tip comparison, those men are forty plus. They they have a and and when yeah. it happened to them, I mean, but what I'm talking, I'm not even talking about comparing them as people. I'm just talking about what I expect. I'm talking about their response. I'm just saying what's expected, what the standard, what's expected of you. Some shit just got to be expected of you, especially as a black man. You know what I'm saying? There's no excuse. You know what I'm saying? You're over the age of twenty one. Yeah. Once you're over the age of 21, yeah. especially as a black man, you are a man. You can be 20, you you know what I'm saying? Like fucking Steve Papadopoulos is a, a 29-year-old kid, according to like fucking well, however old he is. But he's a 20, uh, higher age, 20, upper 20s kid, according to CNN and Fox News and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Because he's white. But like, you're you're over, like real talk, you turn 16, you're a grown-ass man when you're black. If you just really want to keep it 100% funky, you know what I'm saying? But like, you're over the age of 21, B. Like, it's just no excuse. It's no excuse, bro. Situational awareness. Like, just knowing the situation you're in and being aware enough And to... being around the right people to keep you, to keep you on track, you know what I'm saying? And getting yeah. rid of the people that don't. I know it's a lot easier said than That's done. That's what I'm about to say, man. I know yeah. it's a lot easier said than done. But at the same time, it's, I still can't. I just, it's, it's hard to give niggas passes. It's like, and I think if you don't give niggas, because I feel like the fact that he's getting so much support and you got Jay-Z speaking out about it. Yeah. He's, I feel like, I mean, I could be 100% wrong. I don't know this man from nobody. I just feel like just the image that he portrays, which is what he gets me to go off of, I feel like he's putting himself in a situation or the way he's like coming off is they did me wrong. I didn't do wrong. See, I didn't do wrong. Or see, if they wouldn't have did wrong, I wouldn't have had to violate. You know what I'm saying? That's what, yeah. that's what the, that's the feeling that's like coming but off of him and his camp. And okay. So I'll say this and, and just, this may be a bit of a devil devil's advocacy a little bit on this, but Meek's the criminal. I get it. Like he violated you, you, you did that shit. You got to do this time. But I guess the two things are mutually exclusive because it's like, we still need to keep the foot on the neck of the justice system. Like, yeah. all right. We having a meeting in the black house, like, all right, we know he fucked up, but in front of the world, nigga, this is our chance to sh- shine some light on this fuckery. Like, yeah, we get it. He was wrong. So this is not necessarily free. Like, we're going to say free me because we're supposed to say free me. But if we flip this shit right, it can really turn into some 
whole other conversations. So I'm hoping that that that's what happens, and it just doesn't turn into a free Bootsy or whatever. Like no no disrespect, because I was, you know, I fuck with Bootsy. I can't say <laughs> yeah. I was saying free Bootsy, but thank you for saying though. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's just like free the person for the sake of freeing that person. Let's make this. Lim- let's try to make yeah. Let's try to make this lemonade right quick. Like yeah, me yeah. we we got it, but because that was some bullshit at the end of the day. Come on, as a judge, you can't be doing shit like that. Yeah, he was. I mean, she was fooling. She was fooling in that situation. So she was wrong. And she's probably like, I can tell you, the lawyer that I talked to, and they deal with lawyers on a regular basis. I mean, they, I'm some real I mean, ass they lawyers. Deal with judges yeah. on the, they deal with lawyers and judges, but more specifically, judges on a regular basis. These type of judges, and he's of the opinion that this judge is probably about to get reprimanded and. The, As she should. The case is probably about to get. I don't know what it would be called overturned or his sentence is going to get reversed Vacated, or something yeah. like that I or mean, whatever. But yeah, I mean, and that'd be cool. I mean, because I don't want to see nobody in prison. Like, because the yeah. prison system is fucked up. Sentences are way higher it's a than whole they need to be. Episode. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole nother conversation. Because at the end of the day, I don't want nobody going to prison unless they like, you know what I'm saying, clove, unless they murdering people. You know what I'm saying? Unless they taking lives. I'm or not, touching little kids and yeah, raping. Yeah, shit like that. And I'm not saying like, don't go to prison. Yeah. I'm just saying this prison yeah. system. This prison system is fucked up. Yeah. Like, there should, like, there should be prison. I feel like there should be prison, but it's like right now, it's not a correct, there are correctional facilities. There are rehabilitation centers. They're just cages and profit, they're profit boxes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's a whole nother. They're selling though. beds. That's a whole nother conversation. Beds. Yeah, we won't do that though. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'm just hoping, you know, like I say, man, just some lemonade come out of this. Shout out Beyonce just because. <laughs> so. Yeah. Like, that's over like 45 minutes of real shit though. <laughs> Extra real shit. What you been listening to? Like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's, yeah. What Thank you been listening you. to? Thank you for checking that. Um, that Wiz, man. Wiz, I have I've not. I've been on the Wiz, man. Laugh not fly later. It's uh. If you had to tell me uh, listen to one song, what song? Steel would you City. Sing? Steel City. Yep. I'm about to. Listen. That's the thing I love about Wiz so much, bro. Like people put this Cali moniker on him, or he's super. No, that nigga is Midwest, Pittsburgh through and through. Like every album, literally every album or mixtape has a song dedicated to the motherfucking Steel City, bro. Like I love that he does that. And we speak, and when you say Steel City, you talking about Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh, nigga. Pittsburgh, P- yeah. Pittsburgh. He Pittsburgh, always do that. P- I love Pennsylvania, and I love that he does that. Oh, oof, yeah. You know about Wiz? You talking about Pennsylvania? <laughs> no, that's that's the smack. <laughs> that's when he was smoking blunts. Wiz was still smoking blunts in Pennsylvania, but uh, let's see. Okay, you said City of Steel. City of Steel. I said Steel City. My fault. Yeah, City of Steel. Hotel smoked out. I ain't going nowhere. Leaving in the morning, cleaning lady, picking up roaches. Show she don't care. How I move so player. Mid-air, high school, I was getting high, teacher says going nowhere, now worth millions, that's the worst feeling, said fuck a job, bought the building, all these fake niggas, we're the real ones, 
First class, no shoes. Young nigga, I got no rules. Six one, no rules. Go hard, won't lose. And you know the truth. I got more to do. Already made history once. Fuck I'm supposed to do. Big bag, no seeds. Yeah, I rap and I grow weed. When you this great, niggas don't hate. It's about dollars, so it can't wait. Know that shit to get real, and that's it to get still. Know that shit to get real, and that's it to get still. Know that shit to get real, and that's it to get still. Know that shit to get real, and that's it to get still. Break down the gas, roll another one. Puff one J, roll my brother one. Already stoned and I'm almost home. If you hide, then you know where I'm coming from. KK, fill it all in my lungs. One puff, damn, got me going numb. Everywhere I go, niggas want some. Damn, man, let me get some of that shit. No, high all day, I ain't coming down. Take two pulls, then it's going round. Since a young nigga, I've been blowing pounds. Always in the sky, I ain't on the ground. Jump in the rap, out the ball cone. Niggas at the crib, so I'm solo. Take this half ounce to the dome. Smoke this hash out of the bone. Don't choke, don't pass out till the morning. In the club, gon' cash out till the close. And I stay with the pack on any coast. KK cut down to a clone. Game day touchdown, Randy Moss. Said we just ran out, so we get more. We gon' smoke till we ain't got any more. Don't just roll one roll, plenty more. That's pretty dope. It's amazing, bro. I fucked with it. Wiz is in rare form, bro. Like, this rolling paper too. Rolling Papers 2 better be the shit. Yeah. What is it? What's the name of this project? Is it Laugh Now, Fly, fly Later, I believe? Yeah, Laugh Now, Fly Later. Yeah, Laugh, fly yeah, later. laugh Now, Fly Later. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that sounds pretty dope, though. I don't know why I haven't listened to Wiz in a, in a while, though. I'm not sure. Like, I listen to Currency Heavy, though. I listen to Currency all the time. And see, that's the one I, <clears throat> I hadn't been listening to as much, but I listen to Wiz all the time. Currency is the truth. That nigga was just in uh, Dallas. I didn't go to the show, though, because I wanted to go to the show bad. Then I ended up not going because, for one, it was all ages. And then uh, it was, no. like, one of, it was one of them local shows where, like, it was going to, like, have a lot of local openers. Maybe, like, 12 local openers each with, like, 15-minute sets. I feel that like they should be holding wrong. Dallas back, like, for real. Like, yeah. I want to get somebody in here, like a DJ or a blogger or somebody, you know what I'm saying, or even a rapper or somebody. Somebody in here that's like really just in this Dallas music scene because this shit is crazy out here, B. Yeah. Like, it's like if you want to go to a good hip hop show, unless they like, unless they're on an arena tour, you about to see like at least like eight to 15 local niggas open up. Like, and sometimes it'd be like, and sometimes it'd be like, okay, they start performing at nine or whatever, and then the person goes up at 11 or whatever. But, like, sometimes it'd be, like, no, the show's supposed to start at 11. I mean, that first opener is going up at 11. Yeah. And then the nigga who's actually supposed to perform, when he actually get up on stage, he only got, like, 30 minutes left for his set because they didn't let so many people perform. And the reason they didn't let so many people perform is because these niggas didn't pay to fucking perform. I was wondering that. Yeah, these niggas be paying these promoters to perform and be, like, selling tickets and shit to perform. That shit is, like, straight illegal, B. That shit's one hundred percent illegal. That shit was made illegal in the with the the payola shit and all that shit. That's pay to play. It's fucking illegal. But no, nah, that's what be ruining these fucking. That's yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting no. here get my words done, but no. that shit's frustrating as fuck. Because I feel like that's what ruins the Dallas hip hop slash R and B slash 
well, it's mainly the hip hop and R and B scene out here. That shit gets really fucked up because of these promoters, these janky ass promoters and shit. And they be lazy. Your job is to promote and bring people in. It's not the artist's job to do that. If the artist can't bring somebody in, then don't fucking book them. But they be making these niggas straight up like pay like. I was wondering, I guess my thing is, I'll be wondering how the main act feel about that. Like, or they don't give a fuck because they got their money. Well, the main act don't, well, the main act, I don't know. Because I feel like. They got to know. Like, okay. I feel like sometimes they don't care, but then sometimes I see what they do care. But like those situations, I'm saying, when they go up there, they got like an hour set, you know what I'm saying? A 40 minute, 30 minute set, but then they should cut down to 10, 15 minutes because there's been so many openers and shit like that. Yeah, that's what I said. Because I, like, I saw, like, I've seen Nipsey Hustle. Yeah. Twice. Uh, I believe it was Crenshaw. Yeah, it was a mixtape. Yeah, the Crenshaw yeah, was hard. Crenshaw, and it was another another one I went to see. But any, anyway, go to see him. Um, we chilling and it's cool. Like, in the first two opening actions, like, they cool because sometimes they actually be dope. Yeah. So I've had moments where I've actually enjoyed some opening acts. Like, oh, okay, let me look for this nigga. But that nigga Nipsey didn't come out. Show started at 10. Nipsey didn't come out on stage to damn near one. It was like 12.45, nigga. Yeah. At a certain point, it's like, bruh. They they about to, they stop serving alcohol and all this shit. And I, I I be standing and shit. I'm, I'm skinny. You know what I'm saying? So in the middle of your set. Hey, a nigga knees get to locking and shit. I be forgetting not to lock my knees. I be ready to fall the fuck out before I even see the nigga I paid to see. Yeah, for real. I can't stand that shit, man. But I can't speak to too many other places. I've only been to concerts in Dallas, except for my first concert was Jenna Jackson, Velvet Rope Tour, mm-hmm. Harry Crown Theater. That was in Chicago. But as far as like local shit, I only know Dallas. So it feels normal if you're from Dallas. Yeah. It's that's I've been to some shows and I've done shows like just pretty much in the South, and that's how a lot of them are. When I've been to some pretty good shows in Houston where it's not that way. Or if there are, the local openers have, like, real fans, you know? So the, it, it's like you feel the music. People are really excited to see these openers. Yeah. But, like, I just feel like here would be, like, a lot of, like, local Joe Schmoes who, like, only make music in a bedroom and don't never get out. You don't never hear about them. And then they in front of you, though, singing. And them be the niggas that want to fight. Yeah, and, that, and that's another thing too. Uh, this shit, they want to beef when they get on stage. They want to take their time to address other niggas who who going up on stage and shit too. That shit be whack as fuck. It's like, damn, B, I just want to see currency. I just want to see Nipsey. I just want to see, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whoever. Or maybe even, like I said, I'll take one or two of y'all. I don't need 12. Yeah, you're right. But like I said, just I normalize it, I guess, because I didn't have yeah. that. I didn't know what was going on behind this. I didn't know why that was happening. I was just like, okay, this is just. Fuck it. This is a concert. <laughs> you no, know what I'm saying? Like, it's like that's that's how these Dallas shows be. Cause like when I when I went to I went to uh it was like Playboy Cardi and uh, when I was in LA. Yeah. There was just an opening DJ. That was it. It was an opening DJ. A DJ who just got the crowd started and like you How know it was saying? supposed to be. Play you know what I'm saying, played music, got everybody wired up and then Cardi came out. And he and he performed the shit. Yeah, and it was there was he didn't have not one single person open for him, and yeah, like any other like a lot of like when I said like in Houston, like Atlanta, Oklahoma, New Orleans, I'd have been to plenty of shows where it'd be like two openers max, and then a lot of times them openers 
come with the main act. It'd be like they niggas, the niggas that's under them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It don't be like local niggas who they don't even know. That should be like fucking whack. You don't even like that should be super whack. That's and, why I like the stadium joints. Like yeah, like it's a real like, uh, like I said, unless it's a stadium tour, be like yeah. it's a mixed bag. You don't know what you're gonna get. That J Cole was magical. But I'd have been to a J Cole before J Cole was super on. J, J Cole he performed at um at fucking Gillies. And um, it was the same shit. It was really? like it was like eight niggas opening up for him, and but that was a while. That was years ago. And then it was the same uh, same thing with a uh, Kendrick Lamar concert. I went to the Kendrick Lamar concert. But at you Gillies. was catching them early. Yeah. yeah, it was early. This it was literally section it was eighty. Literally, that was section eighty. No, it was it was a week after um Good Kid, Mad City had just dropped. It was a oh, Halloween show. It was on Halloween, and um yeah, and it was a million niggas that opened. And he came. And he and he performed. He killed that hoe. That shit was that shit was pretty cool, yeah. but them openers be like killing the vibe. Yeah, they kill the vibe. My buzz be gone. Be and then like uh, one quick note, I don't know if y'all be if you listen to local Dallas radio or you. What's that one show with uh Ricky Smiley that come on TV? Dish Nation. Yeah, Dish Nation. That one, the dude, the big swole nigga with dreads, he went up and performed. Uh, he was one of the openers for Kendrick head, Lamar. Head and, crack. Yeah, head crack. Because you know he's a he's a Dallas nigga. Yeah, it's remember, a, or a Dallas to, DJ. He used to be head cracking Keno. Yeah, I head remember. crack, head crack, super K and Keno. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and so, but yeah, head crack. He went up and he performed a, a song about his his like loving his sneakers. But I guess he was beefing with the uh, the doorman or some shit. So before he was like, I just want to say. You know what I'm saying? To the door, man. It's no, you know what I'm saying? It's no beef, you know what I'm saying? It was just a little misunderstanding, whatever. Whatever, whatever. I just want to get my music off. And then he, like, took one of his shoes off. He's like, who here loves their sneakers? Who here loves their sneakers? That sounds awkward. Yeah, and he just went into... Can he rap? rap. Now, he, can, he can rap, like, in the sense of, like, rap, rap. Like, the fundamentals of rap. Hey, he can rap. <laughs> that is the song. Is, that, that is song it enjoyable? Is, that song itself wasn't oh, okay. based off of that one song, but no, he like knows how to rap though. He can put words together. He knows, you know what I'm saying. He knows yeah. how to rap though. That's what's up. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, man. I just yeah, I can't with them. Uh, I always knew he could rap. I remember when I was like young in high school, and I used to like listen to radio heavy. Uh, and they used to do them freestyle battles on like late at night on the radio, like every Friday or some shit like that. Niggas calling and have freestyle battles. And I kind of remember that. And a nigga called in and spit some cannabis bars. And he called in head crack. He called the nigga. He's like, bro. He's like, you think because we just on the radio and these Texas radio stations that we ain't real MCs, that we don't know real hip hop music. He's like, you you can't call, you can't come up here and spit no cannabis bars. <laughs> get that, get it out of here, B. Get that shit out of here, B. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Cannabis was the guy to spit, though. <laughs> he was going to spit some bars. Because <laughs> that nigga had the bars, bro. Yeah, it was like, nah, B. I miss cannabis. That's funny. But, um, yeah, what's the most recent show you've been to? The last one was probably Cole. Cole. Cole, because Kendrick, it was Kendrick first, and then Cole was yeah in August, so uh, that was the last show. And um, I just I really enjoyed Cole a lot, but Anderson Pack was an opener for him. I've never seen Anderson Pack. That was my second time seeing Pack. Yeah, I actually got to see Pack. I guess I got in early on pack, nigga, $20 at the House of Blues to see him in the Free Nationals. Yeah. And that show was amazing. That nigga is amazing. Like, the way he jumps from playing the drums and singing, yeah. then that nigga gonna do a motherfucking backflip off the fucking snare drum. <laughs> yeah, that nigga seems super, <laughs> like, super talented. Like, hop up. 
He might get on the bass, slap the bass a little bit. He gonna sing his ass off. He sounds like a reincarnation of like Marvin no, Gaye. Like, like this, that nigga is fire to me, dog. Like I knew that nigga was talented when it was like I was having a conversation. It was either with you or one of my other friends. Cause I have a couple friends who really like who really like Anderson, but um, I was and I was like, yeah, Anderson Pack. He's alright. He's cool. He's like, but um, this is one dude. Uh, oh, this this is one. It's one uh, track I was bumping on by this nigga, K. Trinata. That shit go hard, though. <laughs> K. Trinata is a... He eats, bro. But, like, doesn't, doesn't Anderson Pack do music with K. Trinata? Yeah, they, I mean, you know, K. Trinata is a... I guess he's a producer, right? Yeah. So oh, his his shit just before he... I mean, they got a couple joints together. Yeah, but, but K. Trinata works with the internet a but lot. But I heard this track that I thought was a totally different nigga, and it was Anderson Pack. Yeah. I know what Sonny's talking about. It's in, uh, Glow Up. To my yeah. Blow up? yeah. So that yeah, that's Anderson Peck, right? Yeah, that's so Anderson yeah, so Peck. I was like, Anderson Peck is cool. I was like, but this one song about this Cation Auto nigga, that shit go hard. I fuck with that. And it was like, it's the same nigga. I'm like, damn, this nigga be switching it up like that. And it's amazing. But it's like it's been a couple other times where I've seen like different monikers or whatever that yeah. he used or that he go under or when he collaborate with somebody else. That nigga's super. Oh yeah, uh, no worries. Him and this producer named Knowledge. Yeah. They got an entire album and that shit is, a, that yeah. shit is amazing. I mean, I can't flex like I don't I don't like all his music, but he got some. He got some shit that I like though. Yeah, he's uh his his range is broad. Like my one gripe with the Malibu album was, I felt like on that project he wanted to show you he could do everything. Yeah, and he did everything, and for some people it kind of put a bad taste. By in everything, mouth. do you mean like every style, or he like recorded, mixed, produced, and all that? No, shit? I mean everything is for I guess style of music. Oh, okay, like yeah. you gonna get the. You gonna get that beat So it's just like a party bag Yeah Then he gonna eat And rap And then he gonna sing to you Then you can make love Yeah Yeah He got You got some boom bap You had Rhapsody on that bitch Like He was everywhere You should've broke it up into albums I agree did a boom bap album I agree Did an R&B album Yeah But um I have an appreciation for it Because I like He made me styles I wouldn't even normally Yeah Styles I wouldn't even normally like That he presented on that album I liked it when he did it Yeah So yeah, man, that that dude is is a great one. He's a yeah, great that one. nigga is supremely talented. It's very recognizable. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of good artists out here. That's why I get frustrated when people complain about like the state of hip hop now, yeah. especially when they talk about mumble rap and shit like that. It's like if you, I feel like if you complain about music, especially if you when niggas be like the radio, the radio, I'm like, bro, yeah, come meet me in 2017. I'm in, I'm chilling in 2017 on the cusp of 2018. You know? It sounds like you're in fucking 1999 because you can go on the internet and find anything that you want. You know what I'm saying? No matter what your preference is, you can find anything. So I feel like that's just the laziest cop out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe they just maybe they just don't know. But I feel like it's hard to not know. Or I feel like. People don't put it in your face and you just so sit in your ways. You're like, I don't want to check that out. I don't want to see what that's about. Yeah. I think it's all of those things. It just depends on, yeah. you know, who it is and how that person was used to getting their music. And some people just get jaded. You know, certain things, like as far as hip hop, I can imagine like my favorite, you know, your favorite, favorite rapper, you just see him kind of aging and it's kind of like maybe it's a mortality thing for yourself. Like you actually see the art form aging. Yeah. So it you it's like this natural progression of I have to turn into this. Yeah. This is what my dad did like, with the blues, so this is what I'm gonna do with my hip hop type shit. Change is troll fuel. Yeah, man. It really <laughs> change is troll fuel. That's what I feel like. Cause yeah. niggas just get so upset when shit is different. Like they That's get so great. upset. 
you should put that on a t-shirt because <laughs> that's exactly what it is like that's the biggest thing that fuels it like it's change it's like are you look at this nigga over here trying to do shit different oh, uh, <laughs> evolving advancing ass nigga over here look at this progressing ass nigga over here that's what it oh, is uh, I want to make shit easier for my life ass nigga <laughs> yeah that's crazy yeah Man, that's that's really what it is though but it's like if you really it's like shit would just be so much easier I, I mean you know just like I know we know some of the same people it's just like B, if you just got you a, like a SoundCloud or a Pandora account or something my nigga you'll be you would you would find whatever floats your boat. And this, but that's that. It's, just, your it's a remote. fear. Like you're really making decisions on life. As far as music, especially if it's something that you love, based on fear. And the yeah. reason I say fear, and not in no deep way, yeah. but like just that fear of the own unknown. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it's it's not fathomable to you to an extent. Not yeah. like. They see it every day, like they understand it, but some people just don't even want to adapt. I just find it kind of ironic how the people who champion creativity the most are like the most like remote programmed as people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like mm. the people are like, mm. oh, I'm tired of all oh, this mumble rap, this mumble rap. And it's like, why are you only hearing mumble rap? Because this is what the radio feeds me. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, so you're, so you want them to be creative. You want them to be creative. You want them to think outside the box and think for themselves and go find, you know, these greater concepts and shit. But you won't even change the dial. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't even change a preset. You can't download an app. You can't, you know, type in a URL or some shit like that. Like, get the fuck out of here, Lesson B. of the day, standardization. And that is one of the negative <laughs> sides, again, bringing it full, full circle. Standardization. You mm. know what I mean? Like, and it... And then Standardize you become, these nuts. And then you become a that slave. That be the title of this episode. Standardize but, these nuts. Well, no, hold the cool, hold the cool. But then you become a slave to your era, right? So however you receive something in your era, because you, you followed that programming yeah. so to a T that you literally stagnate like the development you hit a wall yeah. because you don't have somebody t telling you how to keep yeah, developing you have somebody holding your hand the whole yeah, way in the man. language that you understand because yeah. this new era we're telling you but it just feels like a new language you don't get it yeah that's scary bro yeah it's, it's not i don't think it's as scary though because it's just i think it's just evolution because they're gonna die <laughs> the, yeah man but my yeah. son my son could like use my my phone use my iphone with the same proficiency as me like when he was like we don't three. mean die in a literal sense guys we mean like the proverbial like no i literally thing. mean die like people oh. are gonna get old people who don't know oh, how to yeah, use facts, yeah, facts, facts. i don't mean like get yeah. murdered <laughs> like no that. i didn't think like, you revolutionary meant that, that war no, type no, no, shit. No, no, no. blood shit no i mean no i'm just saying like people get old new generations come you know what i'm saying yeah. the, the yeah. old generation become. I mean, the new generation becomes the old generation, and so forth and so on. That's so I just I mean, mean like those those people are getting the majority of these people that we're talking about are late thirties, forties plus. You know what I'm saying? The majority of these people that don't want to adapt. The yeah, the ones that don't want to adapt. You said late thirties, late thirties, forties uh, plus. I'm talking about as far as like I'm talking about as far as this hip hop conversation. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. like using technology to actually like you know what I'm saying, broaden your horizons and being able to That's see true. outside of whatever you know the radio or what you know the new your news channel of choice you know feeds to you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like we most the majority of these people were they grew up. At the latest, they grew up in the nineties. You know, right. most people who grew up the their 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 formative years that were in you know post two thousand to the, post nine eleven. You know what I'm saying? 
they are they're more embracing of, of technology yeah and and things like that you know it's millennial i dig it yeah exactly Makes millennials sense. so i mean and i feel like people like us we we see but there's people who are the same our peers who are the same age as us who who are still kind of it's like we're like right on the cusp. Like people. Do you follow age, the whole like what do I like what am I like? Am I supposed to be generation X, generation Y? Like I've, I, no, well, I, they, I always wonder like what those dates were and what well, that shit. Well, I I don't know because I, I think it's like late eighties, early nineties. You're the um, they call it the no. So you're you're like generation Y or something like that, and then. Uh, yeah, your generation Y, eighties is generation Y, late eighties, early nineties is they call it the I generation or I gen. And wow. then you have the millennials who are like two thousand or post nine eleven. So yeah, but like the I generation. So those are the people who are like, you know, by the time they were like ten, eleven, twelve, iPhones and you know, iPods and shit like that were the standard. That's crazy that Apple, a company, has yeah, the contributed item. to the zeitgeist in such a way. Yeah, that is crazy. They call <laughs> that it. They it's have officially an entire era. The I generation with the ninety, but nineties babies really are like me and you are like we're generation Y kind of cusp of I generation. But nineties, nineties babies, they're the I gen. That's they'll they'll go down in history, bro. Nobody really talks about them though. Everybody talks about millennials. Yeah, and I don't like. I, I think IGN is more fascinating. Yeah, because we, you got to think too. Like IGN, it's a lot of crack babies in IGN. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like they're they're the last of the crack, the last remnants of crack babies are in the I generation. Man, <laughs> <laughs> the last major remnants. It's not like crack babies ain't still been born today, yeah, which is crazy to me. How do you how how does crack get new? consumers that's what i want to know because you like we see the we see the results you know what i'm saying we see what you turn into we see the stigma we see it in movies we see it just in everyday culture we just you know what i'm saying just talking to somebody oh stop acting like a cricket shit like that you know what i'm saying so what i would say to that is knowing all of that just imagine where that person is at the time that they yeah that's that's so crazy to me like how do you how like it's the, like to me, like you know, the people, you know, the new shit now, you know, the lean and the the fucking lean meth and not like meth is new, but like niggas really doing meth a lot. Yeah, but and all this type of shit, you know what I'm saying? That shit's a little bit different. Like crack, crack is like we know, b. We know what crack. We know what heroin does, b. We yeah. know what this shit does, b. Yeah, but some people it. It off, you know. I'm not ever justifying it, or just I'm just understanding where they're coming from. Like I've never used or anything like that, but I just would have to imagine if I got to yeah. that place. Like, oh, yeah, of course, yeah. To be in it, that's how I feel. To be in that place, you have to really be like in a sunken place. <laughs> it's crazy, man. And the fact that it's even that's another that's another episode. But why is why is cocaine even here? Yeah, and we try to build a wall to keep out Mexicans, but cocaine is always here. Yeah, there are no poppy. There's none of that shit that's necessary. And it like fuels Hollywood, and it fuels like so many scenes, like man. in American culture. Like that shit's crazy. It's crazy. Man. We have episodes on episodes on episodes. We gotta yeah. get experts. If you hear us, 
You know what I'm saying? You out here, Facts. you want to just Skype us or FaceTime us. You know what I'm saying? We can set up interviews. If you're an expert or if you just have like an interesting opinion on yeah. on some of this stuff, we just want more people to discuss this with. You know what I'm saying? These are the formative episodes yeah. of the show right and now. And if you agree or disagree with some yeah, of our if points. You, especially like... if you disagree, we want to hear like... I'm not here to I'm not here to push nothing down anybody's throats. I'm I I like to consider myself a malleable person. You know, I Absolutely. want my opinion to be changed. I like my opinion to be challenged because I don't want to be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and you need it to be challenged in order to be right. Or yeah. at least to have a, a decent opinion, educated opinion. Well to know and to know if you really stand by what you're saying. Yeah, that too. And you're not just following a trend, like you're actually you've actually given enough of a fuck about what you're standing by to do research and understand it and be able to back not every argument, but at least like have a firm footing in it. Because if you don't do that research, how do you know that's what you even really follow? You know, what I'm saying you you picked out something that identified with you and just ran with it. So I'm always with the challenges. Just be respectful. You know what I'm saying? Don't troll. None of that. <laughs> none of the fuckery. Cause um. Yeah, I like block parties. So, no fuckery, but just constructive conversation, good, good shit to really get this thing going. Man, like for real. And I have an email address if you want to send us any inquiries for the free, just the way it sounds. You know what I'm saying? No extra special spellings for the free at pwrmusic.com. Just uh, send any inquiries if you want to come on the show or if you just want to. Just give your opinion on us, you know what I'm saying? Maybe we can have some feedback sections in an episode in the future if we get enough positive or whatever, if we get enough feedback, period. Maybe we can have a feedback section where we reply to you guys. But if you want to come on the show as well, you know what I'm saying, just hit us up. Yeah. Yeah, so, but what's been going on with you? I just had a... Oh, this shit, that was like a... If you really think about it, that was just like a long-ass intro. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That was like the basic... That's dope. <laughs> a normal little natural conversation. Yeah. We already over an hour into this shit. What you thinking? We need some more topics. We need something else. I mean, it really don't matter. You saw. Uh, I know that last one was an hour. Wait, I'm I'm fault. The last one was an hour fifty two. So I like that. That was a good time. So. No, this one not that long. Yet. Oh, okay. Keep going. This is we like eighty two minutes. Like oh, once okay. I edit it, it's about eighty minutes. Yeah, so far. Cool, cool. Okay. Man, but you uh, you saw your boy Trump. He uh, he he contacted China in regards to the LiAngelo ball and I didn't read it. I didn't UCLA read it players. It. I mean, I don't know if if what he did had any bearing on the situation, but they said that I think they're on their way back now. The three boys that coming back to America now, including LiAngelo, all and of them, all three of them. Yeah, because it was, it was just the three players left back from uh, what yeah UCLA for the incident. So. What did what why's Trump's name in it? Well, Trump he contacted the president of China oh, and he just that. he just asked for his help in the situation to help like wow. resolve the situation. The president he responded like with kind of like a I don't know like a pragmatic response and he was just like, uh, uh, "We will guarantee that they are treated fairly." But as of today, they on their way. They hop on a flight and they on their way back. So, I mean, who knows if it did anything to help but it definitely didn't hurt and i think it's i i give i in that in the vacuum in the situation i give trump credit for that like that he went out his way in a personal situation he didn't have to do he didn't even have to notice that story yeah some you know what I'm saying some black boy and some you know what I'm saying these basketball players and shit like that and, yeah yeah so he so he i give him credit 
on that front, but it still don't take away from the fact that he's a fucking idiot. It'll and, never detract from that. I mean, everybody's capable of a moment. Yeah, broke and the clock is right twice a day. Everybody can have a moment, bro. But, um, all right. Well, I guess <laughs> shit. Hey, Lord, to the next time. Yeah, <laughs> can't give him too much. But, um, can't, I, just, I can't even fix my lips to continue to say anything about him. Uh, for real, though. I'm exhausted. Yeah, especially, like, when it comes to... Uh, like his crazy ass responses, like when it comes mm-hmm. to like mass shootings. We're not shootings. gonna do it. We not. Oh well. Okay. As long as we don't talk about him, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> Triggered much? Man, <laughs> that dude does something to me, bro. No. <laughs> but yes, response. Nah, but he does mass, a lot. mass shootings. Well, that a lot of people. But yeah, because we can talk about this topic without directly talking about him. Yeah. Like he's gonna be just in his, there. It's but... just recently he was just discussing. Yeah. You know, but it wasn't like what he said. He didn't say anything that was like crazy he was just echoing the 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 sentiments and the talking points of what people like to call the what the alt-right or whatever yeah you know like you know gun regulation wouldn't have stopped anything and the the most re- the most recent church shooting in texas that uh it was actually prevented by a guy with a gun and... yeah just all that nra speak yeah exactly it's nra speak is what i call it and um it's it's Oh man, this gun shit sick. is so weird for me, bro. It's sick. It's like because we're getting to the we're getting to a point now. Like we need something, at least yeah. an attempt at something. Like there's not even an attempt to draw, try yeah, to draw it. Like that's what's crazy. They won't even have the conversation. Yeah, it's like even discussing it because even like I was saying, like I know, like with Trump when when he was asked the question by the reporter, like you know, will there be change in, in policy and stuff like that? The first thing he said was like, I don't know if it's appropriate that we bring this up, mm. but if you think it's appropriate, I'll go ahead and answer the question. If you think it's appropriate to talk about it during this time, <laughs> that always make it seem like you're an asshole for discussing yeah. this. But in no other situation do we do that. Mm-hmm. Like in no other it's situation. Action. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna let, so when the ne- next time one of y'all gets shot, we I'm gonna come in, when y'all come into the emergency room, I'm like, um, I don't think this is the right time to address your wounds right now let's like, just let, I'm a, let's pray for I'm, a, I'm gonna keep your wound in my prayer <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying we don't do that with any other we didn't do that we don't well Trump it seemed like he kinda did it but like most people don't do this shit in national disasters you know what I'm saying when there's floods and all this type of shit we can say this isn't the this isn't the time to try to 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 think about policy and this isn't the time to try to to you know politicize it and see what the government should do like no we sit there and say okay this is what branch of government needs to be activated this is what needs to be done here but the jig is up like we've been on like when you have a dinner and just to get a plate is $25,000 yeah I know Smith. Somebody, I know a representative from Smith and Wesson is in there. I know a representative from Glock USA is in there. I mean, is he all of that? But that's a, and what you're talking about. So see, they're beholden. No, but what you're talking about is what you're talking about is politics. That shit and that shit is fucked up. But what's going on right now is even more brazen. You literally have these lobbyists writing up laws and handing them in to the politicians. Yeah. Or hand them in to their senators. The senator literally just puts their signature and hands that in. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. they don't even they don't even put it in their own words. Like it's that brazen. You know what I'm saying? Or like even more than that. Like with Who's with, with young Trump, Trump is putting the people who are 
who have interests in these areas or these sectors in charge of these things. You mm-hmm. know, he puts people who he puts people who are against the regulations of the EPA in charge of the EPA. You know, he puts people who are against the policies of education uh, of current, you know, of public Trump school education. Trump is about money, bro. He don't really give a fuck about much else. I think the racist taunt... This is my honest assessment of Donald Trump, and this is the only time I'm going to talk about this nigga. Donald Trump doesn't really give a fuck about black, (laughs) white, red... Like, he doesn't give a fuck. He literally only cares about money, right? And he's been rich for so long, and he's known nothing but being rich, that the circles... Unfortunately, there's a 1%, guys. Like, and in that circle, there ain't a lot of us. And when I say us, I mean black people. So he doesn't have exposure. Like, when he travels to these other countries, it's literally like he's he's going to a a sweatshop or a warehouse. I hate to say this shit, but this (laughs) nigga is make... He started money moves, bro. So to now be sitting as president of the the most powerful man in the world, he's going to do what what he's always done, make money. Money moves. Yes, he gonna say some racist shit. Yes, he gonna say some tone deaf shit because he he's never really been exposed to this level of the public like this. Yeah, exactly. People loved him. People was watching the shit out of Apprentice. They thought he was amazing. Yeah, he's like Billy Madison, but not likable. <laughs> so now that he's in his position, we get we getting a lot more of him than we like to get, and we not getting a you're fired sitting at the end of a table like this nigga actually has to make complete sentences. And now niggas are like, wait, what? But, but you got those other people that are like, yeah, we've been yeah. following Trump. We've been doing this. Like, we've been trying to, you know, but. Yeah, or just that don't want to be wrong and just don't care. That, it's yeah, crazy yeah, just yeah, how yeah. many people are just like, they don't no matter what wrong. he does or what he says. And that's what's the, that's 30%, the crazy I think, part. I think it's 30%. Yeah, I, I thought it was higher than that, maybe like 40. But yeah, like, regardless, though, that's still, that's still crazy. That's still people. It's like that no matter what he does, no matter how much he contradicts himself, no matter how much he can disrespect the military. Yep. You know what I'm saying? No matter how he can disrespect the country the flag how much he can disrespect the office how much he can disrespect minority groups or other countries no matter how much he can incite war or lie go renege on promises that's more, a list you know what I'm saying the more he can <laughs> fuck you know what I'm saying no matter how that's much he list. he fucking does anything raise his taxes for the for the poor and, and lowers them for the rich people will fucking not give a fuck you know what you say cut your nose off in spite of your face like people don't give a fuck they just like give me more give me more keep keep fucking me but that's all he's known right so even in trump and like i say this is i'm not trying to be compassionate to this man at all because it it doesn't make it right but that's all he's ever known it's the same syndrome on a much smaller scale much smaller scale but as like tyrese all you've known is yes, 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 yes. Like, now Tyrese actually hit a wall. Trump has yet to hit a fucking wall. Yeah, because he got so much money. He, and he's surrounded by so many yes, man. The only thing that could really fuck him up is if he just, like, I don't know. Maybe he just teach. wasn't that guy to already have that integrity and kind of take it up with him. Like, his pops was shit. So he got that honest. It's crazy that this is the man that's the, that's the he's the president. but. It shows you a bigger problem with America, bro. No. <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot wrong. Yeah, this is something we can talk about for yeah. forever. I don't well. really want to give them too much, but like every I day to go I wake in. up, you know what I'm saying? I check the news on my phone, I go on YouTube or whatever, and I just see just something just 
stupid, outrageous, or something that's like, bro, if Obama did this, people would be flipping they shit. Shit, even if Bush would have did some of this shit, niggas would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, this shit is, like, super crazy, and, like, his lack of knowledge is just fucking... It's amazing. It's actually amazing. It's like, I feel like it's a talent to be that stupid and be that successful. It's a talent to be able to maneuver and do that shit. Like, it's like like a fucking uh, 40-year-old virgin when you, uh, when when they told him to go into the bookstore and just walk up to the girl and just yeah. reply to everything with a question. Yeah. I feel like that's how Trump just got through life. Bro. Fantastic analogy. I didn't know where he was going, but when I thought about it, I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's just, just like nothing he's saying is really even related to anything like, that's really going on. Are, are you qualified to be the president? Are you qualified <laughs> to be the president? Or am I qualified to be the president? You tell me. Am I? You know what I'm saying? He just yeah. gets through. He if you just look look at all of his look at how his response to all of his questions, this is like the most incomprehensible bullshit. And then he ever. just gets defensive. I was and, watching. And walks away. What was it? I want to say like John Oliver or something like that. And they used the predictive text function mm-hmm. on their phone. And they just started off with, um, you know, they started off with like a couple of words like that, that from a Trump quote. And they just let the predictive text say everything else. And it it made no sense, but it sounded exactly like something that Trump would say. It was like the most random words and nouns and shit just thrown in there. But it sounded, you know what I'm saying? Like he has an odd you know, sentence. When it comes when it comes to the when it comes to the nuclear, I really think that it's very important. But you know, we're a great country. We're number one in America. So nuclear, it's important. Yeah. Very sad when it comes to China. <laughs> very sad. But we're good, bigly. Like Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's and he empty. gets away with that shit. That's what's so crazy. All these, and he only goes on news stations that fucking will give him softball ass questions that won't follow. You know what I'm saying? That won't follow up. And all of these politicians that are of his ilk, they do all the same shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They only go on to Fox News or they go on to certain C, you know, NBC hosts because they know they're gonna get the, lob these softball ass questions. And even if they give a dumbass like contradictory contradicting as answer or some shit they're not gonna call him on that shit it's just it's just super crazy yeah but I'll be watching these Trump interviews they be damn near sucking these niggas dick on camera giving this nigga a fucking plenty dick flute solos that's why I can't with none of it I keep I keep tied in just enough to know you know it bombs as fuck (laughs) bombs over bad dag or something or something is about to happen even more frustrating than that though is just how many People, how many people that I encounter on a regular basis who don't know anything about what's going on? And I feel like out of all times, this is the time that you need to be paying attention just a little bit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just enough. I know there's a lot. It can be overwhelming, especially with Trump, especially with Trump. But yeah. just just take a glance. Just try to get a little a, a little quick overview. You know what I'm saying? There's so many ways to digest this media now. There's a million YouTube channels, radio stations, podcasts, whatever. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We can go ahead and get your news. So it's a little frustrating when people just don't know anything, and especially when it really affects them when it comes to like their taxes their health care yeah or shit like you know what i'm saying them or their child or cousin family member have possibly having to go to war you know what i'm saying getting shipped off in the military like it is surprise it's surprising how many people i know that's in the military that don't know nothing about this shit yeah they just join it they look at it like a job and it's like i mean and it's a job but till it's not a job yeah to that holds a requirement man for you to like put your life on the line yeah you property yeah, so 
but the state of the state of this country, the state of our society, this shit is kind of weird right now. Yeah, man. It's and it's even more weird in the sense that everyday people are held to a higher standard than the fucking president of the country. Like every day, we seeing people like. I mean, like the Hollywood, the Harvey Weinstein, however you pronounce it, that's one thing because it's sexual assault. But like people just like stating their opinions. Niggas are getting fucking destroyed for stating their opinions. But meanwhile, you know what I'm saying? You know, Trump, you know what I'm saying? Can, can fucking grab bitches by the pussy and whatnot. And it's all good. You know what I'm saying? He could, yeah. he can incite nuclear war by calling, you know, by calling the, the leader of a country short and fat. But, but if I call somebody short and fat, Twitter's going to kill me. I'm going to get bodied, my nigga. Like, it's going to be over for my life. They're going to call for me to get fired. You know what I'm saying? They're going to, like, find out where I work. They're going to find out all this shit. They're going to send letters and call my employer and all that type of shit, man. Should I get fired? But now you got my wheels turning. Like, maybe, ah, shit, this shit be sounding conspiracy theory-like, but shit, that's one of the negatives of the social media. Like, niggas get so distracted and they get so caught up in the semantics and the little things. Like, yeah, niggas getting extra PC. And it's hard to balance, like, all right, but this is, like, it's never, like, Twitter can be big, but some things, is, it's just Twitter. With some things, it's yeah. just Twitter. And people get so bogged down with correcting you for saying something like that, like, instead of being like, yo, what we got to do to get this nigga up out of here, man? Because yeah. it appears to now really, truly be a majority of Americans that don't want him in there. Like, it has to be a process with some shit like this. Like, <laughs> it has to. Especially with, I know, the indictments and stuff going out, like, we gotta get we gotta get this nigga the fuck up yeah. out of there, bro. Yeah, duly. Like <laughs> I'm not saying nothing crazy because I know this is over the airways. Like duly, but we there need to get processes. him out. There are there are many official processes. It's just that will those processes be respected? Because the people, because at the end of the day, those process. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be a petition or whatever. You know what I'm saying? The vote. It has to go. At the end of the day, a lot of this shit is presented to a judge. That's probably put in position by him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So if Jeff Sessions is going to be the world review of this shit, then good luck on this shit actually going through. This nigga played a hell of a chess match, bro. And that's the one thing that, like... He strategically placed his pieces. Like, that frustrated me the most, that people didn't understand, especially when people had this attitude of, like, why not drain the swamp? Let's try something different. We had these politically correct presidents, these extra presidential presidents in the past, or Hillary is the worst evil. I'm like, no, Hillary is not the... She's not the best, but she ain't the worst. She ain't the worst because not you just thinking about these four, maybe eight years. These judges, are, these judges that he appoints can be are gonna be sitting in a position for easily forty plus years. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that, there needs to be a law changing this shit, bro. You should not be able to be change those term limits. Yeah, you should not be able to have a lifetime term. Like that is crazy. There are literally judges. Right now, who opposed civil rights? It's like keeping a book on the shelf. Instead that of is an iPad so crazy. That is yeah. super fucking crazy. Like there needs yeah. to be like a four or five. You know what I'm saying? Your term limit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's just fucking crazy. Like people. The way and, things are evolving and the way we get information now, they're relics. Yeah. By the time they really get some serious shit to come up, didn't think they're about relics. That. And that's one thing that I was trying to stress to people that I knew, but people didn't think about that when they were. 
you know what I'm saying, considering voting for Trump just because he was something different. It was like, yeah, he's going to be different, but he about to put something in place that ain't going to change for a long time. He put these, you know what I'm saying, these far-right, these alt-right, these racist-ass, rigid-thinking-ass fucking judges. He set us back a little bit. Or we got this one judge that he's trying to put up this nominee that's like, you know what I'm saying, like 27 years old or something like that, and he was like a failed lawyer and shit like that, never been a judge, and has like these pretty questionable opinions and viewpoints, and he's trying to get this nigga pushed through to be a judge, and it's like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing or some... Or justice. You know he's what I'm doing some things that like the next few presidents are gonna have to pay for. Yeah, and they gonna, yeah, and they gonna have to deal, and have to fight against. You know what I'm saying? They have to... If they can, like some of this damage, man, like because then you don't want to spend your whole presidency undoing. I mean, it's he can do that because he don't really give a fuck. So he coming in trying to undo Obamacare just simply because he, he's he got undoing, homies in places that don't like it. Truly undoing for the sake of undoing. He's undoing without a plan. He's you know what I'm saying repeal what repeal nor replace. Yeah, that's him. And then he's gonna just forget to replace it. Yeah, he never planned to replace it because he got homies that can. <sighs> See, we gave him too much. Yeah. Gave him too much. And Trump. Yeah, man. Yeah, that shit's real. But no, it, it it's affecting everybody. And, and a lot of people, they just they just don't know. They're not aware. And they're not going to really realize that the shit hits the fan. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But before we took this hard right, <laughs> or, yeah, we'll say hard right. Before <laughs> we took this hard right, the conversation. Trump just makes shit heavy off top. Yeah. Just mentioning his name when I was at the party I was at my little sister's birthday party um you know you try to have those like nice family functions or whatever everybody right. just chill and it was you know what I'm saying be real it's a lot of white people there and uh, so you just like want people to just chill not just have fun enjoy the moment right and there was a certain person there who just kept like talking about Trump and shit like that and it's just like it's a white guy and I was a black guy why? Yeah, I know, right? And it's just like, it just totally shift the room. So yeah, shit gets just like real heavy off top. Just mentioning him, especially in certain who was circles. it? Somebody I know. You can, yeah. you can, you can Kendrick Lamar bleep the name out. Seen a light skinned nigga with his brains blown out at the same burger stand with tank out. What's that? Tell me. Yeah, it was um um light skinned nigga with his brains blown out. It was uh you know. Yeah. 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 I'm a uh, 50 cent bleep Boop. that whole That's what I said. That Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Man, I like skidding. Yeah. If there's a burger sandwich, hang <laughs> out. Yeah. yeah. Bleep it out. Um, oh, man. You know, but that guy's from, he's from Texas. He's from like Texas, Texas. Was he talking about him in, in an endearing way or like negative, right? Negative. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that. Yeah, that's he that. Just, that's but your... he was like, you know, he just him. He was just like super loud about it. like, man, he crazy. You know, just like making some people like uncomfortable. I think that was in part. So he's from Brenham, Texas. <laughs> I think that was by design. I've had some conversations with that man. I think that was by design. No, he's super cool. Yeah, he cool. Like we it wasn't a, in a bad way. Yeah, we had a lot of and like after that, like after a lot of people left, we continued to have a lot of other like really interesting conversations and shit like that. But, but yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I won't say that nothing that he was saying was wrong, though. <laughs> like that's the, what I'm saying. That's the message, why the message wasn't wrong. That's the why I said that was by wrong. design. Like, yeah, even with the people there that could have yeah. potentially been supporters of that man, like that man yeah. gonna say what he gonna say about it. It was just you know at like a a little girl's birthday party. It yeah, was, it's not the place. It was it's definitely place. not the place. Yeah, but 
Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> not too much. Not anymore on him. But um. Yeah, yeah messages and messengers, messages and messengers, <laughs> and times and places. <laughs> but um, going back to the that show, I won't I won't say the name of the show. Or should I play? I mean, fuck it. Everyday struggle. I enjoy that show and I watch it. And I was looking at at like especially academics on especially on today's episode, man. They were going into the whole, you know, Migos and XXX shit. But I was on that topic, but not really on that topic. Because it just felt like the way he was talking about the ex shit, he felt very puppet-like to me. <laughs> but just off air, when you were having a conversation, you actually enlightened me. Yeah. As far as academics plight. And I would kind of like to, you know what I'm saying, let the people in on that part. Because, you know, I don't know, I don't know if y'all watch the show, if y'all even know about the show. Not really sure, you know, as far as that part of our demographic, but I understood academics to kind of be very puppet-like, very B-word-like. Like I, I, I really, I really think you're a bitch. I, I wasn't a fan until you gave this theory. So I just want to preface all of that by saying, like, explain to the people what you just told me as far as his role. I don't even remember. Oh, fuck. I don't I even remember what I said. What I talking about? I was just saying I don't really. Fucking, I mean, you were giving like Brokaw comparisons as far as like. Oh yeah, I'm just saying. I feel like I feel like it's kind of. I feel like the way that people comment academics is unfair sometimes because I feel like the same things that people come at academics for, like other people get praised for, like especially white people or just like main or not even white people, just mainstream, mainstream like reporters you know and things like that mainstream media people like he's telling a story he's like you know what i'm saying like we don't get mad at Stephen a smith we don't get mad at skip bayless for their inside you know what i'm saying their inside takes on on fucking lebron james or some shit like that and we don't get mad at even if you want to like you know take it you know something a little more serious than like sports like we don't get mad at these reporters when they go into you know the mafia the mob or infiltrate these corporations that are like doing these multi-million billion dollar scandals and shit like that when they talk to these insiders at the white house on a daily basis you know what i'm saying these people that are getting these leaks from the white house and shit like that like these people are champion and or if not champion, this is just something that's expected. Nobody looks at them, you know, outside of the people that they're talking about. But, like, nobody really looks at them like, oh, you dirty reporter, you. You're just a puppet of the White House reporting on these leaks. You're just a puppet of so-and-so, you know what I'm saying, reporting on the fucking tragedy. kind of starting to. The tragedies in Uganda, the reporters. and they kind of starting to, unfortunately. That's actually been a shift I've noticed. But, like you're saying, like, overall... Back yeah. in the day, if a Tom Brokaw is reporting some shit and he's sitting up there, like people ain't beefing with Tom Brokaw. Yeah. About what he's reporting. He's just reporting some shit. Yeah. Um, of course, people are beef. Like, if it's, if what he's saying is like detrimental to the Republican or Democratic Party, then yeah. of course, there's going to be, there might be like a widespread, like, you know, disdain for that but shit. Not but not beefing in a sense. And I guess this is, this yeah. is my question. Like, but they really are the rules different like as far as journalism and hip hop in this new era? Yeah, it is. I mean, period. I think it's always the rules have always been different for journalism and hip hop. Period. But like journalism, for one, journalism and hip hop 
it always has two faces. On the mainstream level, it's not taken serious. And then on the within the culture, it's taken serious. Too serious. Too serious. It's taken personally. You know? It's like you associate the reporting. Like you tell if I tell you, like if I come out and I say, Hey, um, DJ Ace DJ A just said fuck DJ B. DJ B gonna be like, fuck you and DJ A. Like, wait, what I do? Nigga, I just reported on that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is Sparta. Niggas ain't had no right. You know, you specifically, like, you ain't never have a right. Like, what ever made you feel like you had a, a space to have a perspective on our people dying on a daily basis? Like, so, a joke okay. to you? This is Sparta! It just makes me think of when Leonidas kicked the messenger into the hole, bro. Yeah, Unfortunately, exactly. like, that's, that's, yeah, that's what that's, it is. That's academic. Just, somebody needs to put academic's face on this shit. Yeah, yeah. that's him. But, you want to kill the messenger? No man threatens a messenger. But, but that's why I say you kind of change my perspective on him. Now, when you put it that, because I've never looked at him that way. I'm not saying he's a broke or nothing like that, guys. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying but, that he can do no wrong or nothing. No, but overall, like, like you say, in a vacuum... I can look at it and be like, yeah. So he's he he's actually really passionate about this shit. Yeah. For him to for him to be reporting the way that he's reporting, good, bad, or indifferent, regardless of who and, it might piss off. And just think about this: if he wasn't there, though, if he wasn't there, and people similar to him, there would be nothing but Joe Buttons and Ebros and which there's a place for it. and shit like that. That's out there, just like saying, like you know, just you know. These mumble rappers are stupid. This shit is dumb. This shit is, you know what I'm saying? Spitting out this one, like, viewpoint on this on this subgenre of hip-hop or whatever you want to call it, right? Being a slave to your era. And he's, just giving them, and he's just giving them a voice. And you're getting mad at him for giving these people a voice just because you don't like their music. Because that's really what it is. You don't like their music, so you don't want to hear that shit. Without realizing it, whether, you know, however you want to call it, you become a slave... The theme of this podcast, standardization, <laughs> you you became a slave to your era. And not to say that that's a necessarily a bad thing, but then you rebut that with shitting on the next one behind you. Yeah. And I think that's kind of that fine line. That's why I do respect Joe for at least sitting across from this nigga. Because he's sitting yeah. across from that generation where it's like... I respect Joe, period. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, I, fu- yeah. Like, I fucking... Like, as a rapper, like, 10 Minutes is my favorite Joe Budden song. But... Yeah, I guess you, you kind of opened my perspective on that because I felt like I was almost in, maybe entering that realm because I was irritated with Ack a lot. Like, nigga, why? Nigga, why? Nigga, why? But then it's like, there's niggas out there that they listen. Like, they want to hear this shit. They're yeah, excited. It's like, it's just that, like I'm tuning in for Joe. They tuning, they tuning just in for just because you don't agree is their opinion not valid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And especially when it comes to people like, you know, XXX or, you know, Lil Uzi or Lil Yachty or, you know what I'm saying? The number of these people, Lil these people, fucks. these people have, these people have followings regardless. So they don't need academics to do that. So why can you, so academics are not supposed to eat those? So you're saying academics are not supposed to get his. That's what, he, that's what you're saying. So, so Vlad, Vlad can get his. But the white man can get hit. It's white. people that argue that Vlad shouldn't be getting his, though. Yeah, but it's a lot more people speaking out against academics. It's the the hot thing right now is to speak out against academics. Yeah. People do, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Joe Budden to say his fuck Vlad, and I think Charlemagne. Yeah, Vlad, Charlemagne said he don't fuck with him no more. Yeah, so it's, it's people not fucking with him, but, like, people. I got actively, off of there, but, but that's because that really, little Jamar was a lot for me to process. But right? I'm just going to say that all this ass play is priming you for something. All this infatuation with the ass and the asshole and 
having heterosexual men obsessed with the asshole is to prime you for something else. And what's that? <laughs> to be comfortable with Sodom. <laughs> well, people like actively, I feel like right now people are really actively going out of their way to to talk shit about that nigga or just to say fuck that nigga. And that's crazy. It's like, because he's just trying to get his. You know what I'm saying? Like, But it's a generation he that not he's saying, ushering in. He don't be saying, like to me, it's like, in all the arguments, like you get these fuck niggas a platform. It's like, Okay, but it's 2017. Everybody has a platform. Like, don't pay attention, nigga. If you don't want to, if you don't want to see it, then don't look at it. Yeah. He's on the internet. Like, he's not on the radio. He's not on cable. Mm. He, you know what I'm saying? You have to click on his shit, b. Yeah. Like, that's crazy to me. How you gonna click on a nigga shit and get mad? Like, that's super crazy. How you gonna click on a nigga shit and get mad? Nigga, how you gonna be mad on vacation? You can't get... Exactly, <laughs> like, how, you can look... You can click yeah. on anything. That's what yeah. it really is. Like, bro, how you gonna get mad, bro? You... Because it's kind of the cool thing you to do. You don't have to... You it's don't have to watch it. You literally don't have to watch this shit. You can't say, like, oh, man, I be watching BT and BT is for black entertainment and black music and then they promoting it. Like, no, nigga. Hate watching is real. You have to go. Hate out. watching is exactly real, is. bro. Like just as people, just just like pe there's people that watch it for pleasure and enjoyment. Niggas hate just you mad because it's like you get you mad because this nigga has opinion and people and it got popular. That's all it is. That's super crazy to me. That's yeah. super crazy to me. You're like you're yeah. mad at his opinion. You're mad at his opinion. Yeah, you might reflect because the my time, dislike, it don't even be his opinion. <laughs> my dislike for him, I, it was never that I was mad at him or like I disliked him. Like, I guess his it just it was different. Feel like it, he was a shield. <laughs> I felt I felt like he was a beard. I felt like he was <laughs> a beard for a lot of these niggas that want to, you know, instead of having Twitter fingers, like that's a part of the, that's a part of their rollout for their beef. Like I'm a Twitter finger. I'm gonna do an Instagram post talking greasy, and and I'm gonna uh, call academics and have him talk about it. Like it felt it it felt so boom boom boom. You know what I'm saying? Like and it, he started to feel real puppet esque to me but it's like nah he's just literally the conduit yeah but for some reason i don't know when it came to him i didn't look at him like like such i looked at him like a little fuckity fuck but it's like no he's actually a new age conduit like he's like hey bro i'm i'm here yeah. and the reason i'm not reporting on maybe the wale's or the meeks or the whatever because their people not hitting me they're not hitting me but yeah. xxx just text me you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yadi hopped on my Twitch. Yadi hopped on this. Like, so when I pull myself away from my emotional attachment to hip hop and I look at it that way, like, all right, yeah, I fuck, I fuck with act now. Yeah, me personally, that's just how I just try to look at everything. Most things I do, but that's why I say emotions to get you killed, bro. And yeah. I'm no, but I feel you though, cause hip hop yeah. is hip hop is real. That shit's real. I feel you. Hip hop, like. That shit ain't when it's in you, it's in you. Not so like I, I get, I understand how it happens, but I just feel like I, I just don't think it's cool. That's why I enjoy these moments though, because like we, were, you were able to. It wasn't like when you started talking about them, I was like, no, no, no. like I, I, I voice, yeah. I voice my dislikes. Yeah. You, you place why you fuck with them, and it actually made me, huh? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, I'm sure there's gonna be moments. I'm still I'm not be saying irritated. I fuck with him. But... I'm just saying I don't dislike him. I don't have well, you don't dislike him. him. I mean, you fuck with him enough to 
to understand what it is he's doing is what I mean. Like you yeah. were able to actually objectively see that because there was no attachment. But for me, yeah. I guess especially the juxtaposition to Joe, I, I was old nigga in a little bit. <laughs> I have to admit that. Like I was old nigga in just a little bit. But I I had moments for me sometimes I'm like, ah, Joe, you kinda wrong, bro. Like, you just you old nigga just for no reason. But <laughs> old nigga for no reason. Yeah, but for the most part, yeah, but man, you know, when I when I watch tomorrow's episode, I think the lens will be a little different when I actually take in whatever he's talking about. So I'm excited to see what it feels like now with this different perspective on him. Yeah. Cause sometimes his voice will sound like Nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, and I feel like that's a big part of it, though. Just the way he sounds, just like this, like square ass nigga, like yeah. talking about this hood shit, this street shit, or it's whatever. It's weird. It it's weird. like, it come on, weird. B. What is, what's your angle, B? And it feels different. So B. yeah, it's like Tom Brokaw showing up. It's like so. Uh, why did the Migos jump? Uh, exactly. 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 Exactly.